there, pretties. It's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And a really sweet guy with a deep voice to give you a... Uh, oh, yes. Just a quick warning. Yes, the Chrissy and Heather show contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and nonsense. If you're averse to any of these ingredients, the Chrissy and Heather show may not be for you. So talk to your doctor and all your friends about this program. Let's get into it. Okay, Chrissy. So I have the show today. You do. And before we jump into the grab bag, I have a little bit of a concern to address. Oh, great. I'm not, well, it's, I've resolved it. With me? No. <laughs> no, this is something that I did last weekend and I have solved the problem, but I'm, I'm still, I want to know what you think okay. because I, um, I, I accidentally gave my cat dog food. Okay. Is that Okay. I think it's totally okay. She ate like a whole bowl of it. I think that there's no problem there whatsoever. Thank goodness. Okay, good. I was really worried because <laughs> I, first of all, we, we ran out of cat food mm -hmm. and I had to send her across the street to my friend's house because her son will sometimes feed my cat because my cat has so secret life. So you told life. your cat like out of food here, go elsewhere? Yeah, Bye. she has a secret life where she goes around and does things during the day that my I don't know about. that too, actually, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And My so cat I, has a friend that's an armadillo that he hangs out with at <laughs> night. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, so I, I texted my friend and I was like, hey, Rocket's coming over because um, she's unhappy with the cat food situation over here. <laughs> and so I went to the store and I got some food and I got home and I um, opened up the bag and I was scooping it into her bowl and the pieces looked like really big. Mm -hmm. I was like, this looks like dog food. And then I looked at the bag and it said dog food. <laughs> and so then I knew that it was dog food, but she was already scarfing it down. Well, I think it's fine. I think it's pretty much the same ground up swill in both. Sometimes so. I've heard that dogs can eat things that, and cats can't eat the same thing. Oh, I don't know. Well, then I looked at the bag and I noticed that the brand that I bought was Rachel Ray. Oh. And I wondered, what does it say about Rachel Ray if she also makes dog food yeah i don't know that's kind of odd yeah can i ask you a question yeah so uh, recently i know that you're vegan yeah and a vegan magazine contacted me and mm -hmm. they want me to write stories about my cats for them okay um, so i started writing stories about my cats for this vegan magazine which is really fun but it's made me start thinking about vegans and their pets and i wondered do you make your pets eat vegan food too? No. Well, so your pet's allowed to eat like salmon sure. cat food, but yeah. you're. Well, okay. So I am vegan, but I'm kind of, I would be vegan with an asterisk. <laughs> okay. I would say that I, I am 100% vegan, like 70% of the time. <laughs> okay. 85. I'd say 85% of the time I'm 100% vegan. Okay. Because I know that I eat things in restaurants and stuff that have animal products in them that I just don't know about, like eggs and stuff like that or cheese right. and things. Mm -hmm. So I avoid the obvious stuff. Like I don't eat meat. Got it. And as much as I am aware, I don't eat dairy. But so your cat can. My cat can do whatever she wants. My cat, my cat does not, even if I tried, who knows what, I mean, she eats, who knows what, when she's outside. This is just what I was pondering yeah. as I, as a vegan magazine asked me to write for them. And I decided not to submit them a 
how delicious my Wendy's cheeseburger was article. Well, I <laughs> learned when I first started eating vegan, I learned that there is a difference you, that you cannot really call yourself vegan if you don't live the vegan lifestyle. They, you're supposed to say that you just follow a vegan diet. And that's more oh, the category that I'm in. Like, got it. I just feel better when I don't have animal products in my diet. Got it. But I wear I wear leather stuff and I, I don't shop for like vegan products. Got it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Got it. So, um, okay. So I actually do have a grab bag topic for you. Okay. Grab bag topic. And it is related to the holidays. We are in the category of the year that is special time holidays. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how many holidays there are between now and the end of the year, but it's a lot. Mm -hmm. And um, so I wonder how do you know that you are having a happy holiday? Um, I love that question. I know that I'm having a happy holiday if I am fulfilling some of the traditions on my checklist. Okay. There are certain movies that occur annually. Um, if I am not stressed out and crazy, because I like that's important to me. I know holidays can become very, very intense. And I don't like that. Mm -hmm. And so I fight for that not to happen. Yeah. Um, if I am achieving the holiday checklist at an acceptable pace, but not freaking out that it has to get done. Okay. I guess. I'm okay. I'm picking up my pen right now because I can't resist that. I cannot resist my impulse to take notes when you're talking about this like you're a client and I'm trying to like write your vision statement. You're trying to help me have a better holiday. Exactly. Thanks. Cause I'm making notes like, okay, she has a checklist and what's on the checklist. So what's on the checklist? I mean, get your tree up. Okay. Like whatever. I usually get my decorations out really early. So my house has been decorated except for the tree for probably three weeks already. <laughs> um, that went up early so I still have to switch my porch after Thanksgiving because the porch has to look like Thanksgiving. I don't want people to know the secret that's inside that it's already been. Oh, that's hilarious because yeah. I did the opposite. Did you? My, my little one convinced me to, he wanted to decorate for Christmas and I told him it's still Thanksgiving. We can't do think we didn't, we can't do Christmas yet. But then he wore me down, wore me down, wore me down. And then they started playing Christmas music on the radio last week. Mm -hmm. And so I started getting in the Christmas mood. And so I told him we can decorate the porch. Mm -hmm. The porch is Christmas, but the inside of the house is still Thanksgiving. See, I did the absolute opposite. Yeah. I wanted to hide my secret. <laughs> I put it right out there in front of everybody. <laughs> so, so I hid it. So, um, Last night I put the tree up and the lights are like a quarter of the way on. Like mm -hmm. the, I, I just got tired and didn't finish that. And I will get that up. And then when the kids come, they can put the ornaments up. I actually had a conversation with someone last night that, you know, all this Christmas magic stuff that we do. And when I was a kid, my parents did not like if, if the tree was getting decorated, if the tree was getting put up, it was the kids who were doing it. And now I feel like my kids don't really help that much. Like all they really want to do is put the star on the top. So I might as well get the majority of it done because they're not really going to help me anyways. They just want it to be done. So do you have a live tree or a fake tree? I have a fake tree. Um, I always had a fake tree growing up and then I switched to live trees for most of the years of my marriage. 
And then we had a house for a while that just needed a really specific tree. It needed to be very tall and very slim. Mm -hmm. And an artificial tree became smart for that. And so, I don't know, I just have fake trees. We have a live tree now because we have a bay window. And when we looked at our house, when we were shopping, I, whenever I go into a house, I always decide where, if I lived there, where I would put the Christmas tree. The first time that I walked into my boyfriend's parents' house, they have this room and it's like a red wall and like there's some green trim. And I was like, where do you guys put your tree in here? It was like the very first question that <laughs> exactly. I asked his family. Like, I'm like, so where does the Christmas tree go? I would put it right there. But I yeah. always mm-hmm. know where I would put the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. And when we walked into our house, uh, we have this bay window. I was like, oh, we that's where the Christmas tree goes. And so we get a big fat Christmas tree, like a mm-hmm. big fat live tree. But in our previous house, we had to get an artificial tree because we had a very specific spot that the tree mm-hmm. could go and it had to be a certain kind of tree. Yeah. And you just can't, I, I wasn't willing to roll the dice right on a real tree and then mm-hmm. it come home and then the whole aesthetic be ruined. I absolutely understand. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So get the tree up. That's on the list. What else needs to happen for it to be happy holiday for you? Um, I don't know. I'm not super fussy. Good. Uh, not a lot. I need to watch Elf, maybe. And <laughs> I've already watched Elf twice. Um, we have a list of movies that we usually make it yeah. through. You know, um, and on Christmas Eve, I watch um, It's a Wonderful Life every year, and cry and wrap yeah. presents. <laughs> so that's a beautiful holiday tradition. It is. I, yeah. I usually watch um, TV when I'm watch like Christmas movies when I'm wrapping gifts, also and. Um, or I will just watch the Christmas episode of all my favorite shows. Like I'll cue them up on Netflix and I'll find the Christmas episode and I'll just watch that. That's funny. <laughs> like that. Well, the reason why I ask is because sometimes, you know, the holidays just start and then we kind of trot along beside them as we go through the weeks and keep making a magical experience for everyone around us. And then we get to the end and we feel like we didn't really participate. And I think I said in an earlier show that I really want to participate in the holidays this year and not just be Mm -hmm. like the orchestrator of the things. Yeah, I feel like I made that goal a long time ago and I kept it. I'm one of those people that like if I make a New Year's resolution, you can assume that it just happened. You know, like I just. I would, I would do it. So I decided a long time ago that Christmas was not going to be a nonsense, stressful time for me. And so it doesn't get to be like, I just don't let it. I also, so a family tradition that I have with my children is we do summer Christmas, fake Christmas. Mm. It's, it's a very, very small little thing. It's, um, I have this little tree that I call the ghetto tree. It's mm-hmm. just this nasty little like foot little and a half tall. Charlie you know, Brown like, tree. Yeah, like, yeah, just a real sketchy little tree. And I will get that out. I will set it in the middle of the coffee table. There will be a few little gifts around the ghetto tree. There will be um, Christmas music playing. And it is on any random day that I choose throughout the summer. It doesn't even have to be July. It can be June. It can be July. It can be, I got to it in August. So it's very low stress. And I think it's one of our favorite things because it's just surprise pop up. Here it is. And I didn't have to stress to plan it because it's just whenever I think of it in the summer. And I might prefer it to actual Christmas. 
I did that one time. Yeah. When my older son was like four Mm -hmm. and um, it was during the summer, it was Christmas in July Mm -hmm. and I got Christmas crafts and we made gingerbread cookies, Mm -hmm. like gingerbread men. And we didn't really decorate, but I think I might have had a little tree. We usually eat Thanksgiving food on this day too. Yeah. Like we make, we do eat a turkey. Yeah. So it's just, you know, but I love it because it's no stress. There's no December 25th deadline. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, we're going to do this one day and it's a surprise and that makes it fun. I haven't quite worked out how I want um, the holidays to go this year. I'm still kind of creating my vision for it. Mm-hmm. Um, Not much time this year, short window. It is a short window. Mm-hmm. It's going to be here before we know it. Do you do a lot of shopping during holidays? I have not done any shopping yet. Um, I will, well, this year I have a special surprise for my kids that I can't talk about yet um, that makes, I'm not going to do a lot of shopping. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. So there's something coming up that mm-hmm. is going to be a big deal. Well, I think that's, it's really important that we look forward to how we want to feel during the holidays and then turn around and create that for ourselves. I know a lot of times we show up and it's like, we feel like at the end of it, now I'm ready. And yeah. And mm-hmm. so I've been, um, I've been working about, and then it's over and it's a letdown and it's whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, also we get a lot of pressure online to, be happy every day and make the most of every single moment. And it feels like that's a lot of pressure sometimes. What I if it's put just an a normal article day? out yesterday that I said, it's okay to have a day that's kind of shitty and that you aren't a cheerleader and you don't want to freaking jump up and down and cheer for the world. And it's fine. And if you need permission to have that day, because I am a person who is incessantly pleasant <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have to be. If I'm having a day that I want to say up yours, then I'm I'm allowed to do that. Like mm-hmm. I don't. And I actually talked about in this article, Ellen DeGeneres. Mm-hmm. Um, she talked about in one of her comedy specials that she feels like she can't be in her car mad at the people in front of her and flip them off and honk her horn because she's dancing Ellen, you know, right. and that's who she is supposed to be. And she's always happy, and she's cultivated this following and this personality of positivity and she's not allowed to be angry Ellen people might not like angry Ellen and guess what she's allowed to be angry Ellen if she has the day you know yeah and and I think that's more than okay yeah I think about that when I'm walking around a store like Hobby Lobby or in Target where you know you have all of the I call them the bossy signs (laughs) you know the signs that are like make today amazing or, you know, always sparkle. And they, I called them in my article, the rah-rah memes. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I see them and I just want to be like, no, I'll, I'll be happy when I feel like it, right. you know? And so every once in a while, I'll take a picture of something like that and I'll be like, I'm going to like, I just, I want There's something about those signs that I used to love because mm-hmm. I thought they were just great, you know, like, yes, we should just find the, find the They're silver lining so and everything. Now but now sometimes it's, it's yeah. over. It's yeah. overdone. Uh-huh. And I feel like, well, no, now that you told me to be happy, I'm going to be grumpy all day. <laughs> I won't do it just because you said to. Right. Right. Well, so it also makes me feel about um, self-care. 
Mm-hmm. Self-care has become a kind of a buzz term. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed some memes, you know, we've talked about unpack that meme, yes. you know, uh-huh. I've, I've seen some where it's like self-care is not a spa day or self-care is not a massage. Right. Self-care mm-hmm. is more than that. Self-care is whatever. And on one hand, yes, that's true. You know, self-care, like as a big topic of actually caring for yourself is more than something that you do. More than treat yourself. Yeah. yeah. It's mm-hmm. more than buying yourself something. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I kind of feel like, don't tell me how to take care of myself. Right. Like if if walking through the aisles of the grocery store and looking at all of the different types of soup makes me feel good about myself. Like it makes me feel nurtured. It makes me mm-hmm. feel comforted. makes me feel happy. Like I pressed my reset button. Who are you to tell me that that's not self-care? Right. I think I told you that I went through a phase. I am a minimalist who still has lots of items of joy in her home. You know, so I, I don't have a lot of extraneous stuff that I don't use. Like I would get rid of all of that. Um, but I still have like decor items and pretty things and whatever. But I went through this real phase with being a minimalist where I wanted to tell everybody else what they should have in their life. (laughs) Um, like you bought a boat. Well, you obviously have a shitty life and you have some issues. You know what I mean? Like you're compensating for something. Yeah, exactly. You like, you want to, you know, you need that house or whatever. You're, you're dumb, you know, like, and I wanted to tell people what was allowed to bring them joy and that no material possession could like, I'm like, I just really want you to think about what, what does this boat do for you? Is it for other people or is it for yourself? And yeah, that's a worthy exercise to do. But sometimes it is for yourself. Yeah. Like I don't get to tell a family that likes to go pontoon boating on Saturday that a boat is opulent and dumb. Like I don't get to pick no. that. And it took me some time. Like I was like, nobody should have a bunch of dumb, dumb items in their home that they don't actually need. And it's okay to have things you don't need. <laughs> like it's right. fine, you know, if if they actually bring you joy and not stress and whatever. Fine. Do what you want, people. Exactly. Yeah. I I had actually um, a client was talking about needing self-care and Mm -hmm. she's like, I know that I need self-care and I feel like I should schedule a massage or go get, you know, like a pedicure or just some time alone. Um, But I know that's not really self-care. And in my mind, I was like, well, yes, it is. is. If you feel cared for, Mm -hmm. then it's self-care. I think that self-care is mostly about privacy it can be i think you know just having some time to yourself in a way that feels nurturing and and you feel renewed and somewhat indulged i don't know though for some people self-care could be going out to a party maybe they're always at home with just their spouse maybe self-care for them is making other connections or being mm-hmm. with other people. I think it's, it's very personal. Whatever what, you what crave. What that is. Yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever you crave. And it doesn't have to be one thing or another. It doesn't have to be the spa, you know, but it can be. Sure. You know? It's whatever you decide you want. What, yeah. Mm-hmm. And just caring for yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's another important part of the holidays is not getting lost in um, any of the little rabbit holes that we can definitely I get. I definitely agree. Get, sucked down 
Can I tell you something funny? Yeah. We are sitting here and we are talking about the holidays and we have these microphones and the way that we're looking at each other is making me think of that Saturday Night Live sketch about sweaty balls. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and um, so, sorry, I got a little sidetracked for a second thinking about Saturday Night Live. And what a great a setting classic. we're in right now. Yeah, That's a classic. But we're not wearing Christmas sweaters. <laughs> we, we really, next time. We should. On next, next Monday. Yeah. Let's wear Christmas sweaters. Okay. All right. Well, so um, you mentioned something about going out on a pontoon boat Mm -hmm. and my family used to have a pontoon boat and Hurricane Katrina killed our boat. Yeah, it um, was. I don't remember exactly what happened to the boat, but we don't have it anymore. Mm -hmm. And it was Hurricane Katrina's fault. (laughs) (laughs) But I miss it. And I love going on a pontoon boat. It's so relaxing. It's like it really is pretty fun. Like. For me personally, I would rather rent one and just have it for a day because it's not boating for me. I mean, we've had a whole episode about cruises and boating for me is not a highly preferred activity. I'm like, it's fairly unsafe and there's no one out here to help us. (laughs) I've been thinking about the cruises (laughs) and the more I think about it, the more I like the idea of showing up in a new location with no effort exerted on my part whatsoever. That's true. Yeah, that is kind of exciting. Yeah, like I just wake up. Suddenly you're in Jamaica. Yeah, Yeah. I have a chauffeur who just sails me around the ocean and takes me to places and I can get out and shop and do whatever. And then I go back on the boat and people entertain me until I get to the next place and I can just look at the water. So you are trying to win back potential sponsorship for (laughs) Carnival that I destroyed. I see. Okay. I, I, the more I thought about it, the more I thought, you know, I think I do like the idea of, you know, showing up at a new place and like, poof, I'm here. Maybe you'll change my mind. Maybe so. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, what other family traditions do you have during the holidays that you are on your checklist? I, th- I think that ours are very minimal. And I think part of the reason they're very minimal is because it was just a couple years ago that we really became a family of three, you know? Mm-hmm. And I will say that it's quite honestly made my holiday easier because a week that they're away at their dad's is a week that I can wrap presents in peace and shop online. And, you know, what it like, so if you had a week that your people weren't in your face, think how much you could get done, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, I mean, we, we don't have a lot. We really don't. Um, I am not a fan of New Year's. I always have been kind of afraid of drunk drivers mm-hmm. on New Year's. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a big go out on New Year's person. Um, so there's really nothing surrounding that. Uh, I This year is the first year that we're doing a big Friendsgiving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Heather's coming to my Friendsgiving because we're friends now. It's exciting. Um, so I think that's going to be really fun. And I hope that that becomes a new tradition. But I feel like the people and the places and all of the peripheral things in my life have shifted so much that it's, there's kind of new things popping up all the time. And if I tried to hold on too hard to, you know, well, this used to be how we did it, then, you know, like I'm in a phase of like forming new traditions, I guess, you know, that's a really nice place to be. I think so. Yeah. I like it. We are at a place where, the commercialism of Christmas is starting to bother us. Mm. And, you know, we are trying 
to strike a balance between wanting to buy gifts. Mm-hmm. I love to buy gifts for people. I love when I find something that I know somebody else would really appreciate. Like I just, I just saw something that I really, really want to buy for my sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I really enjoy giving somebody a token that I think they will enjoy. But we're trying to strike the balance between doing that and the fact that our kids need nothing. Right. And mm-hmm. they're really having a hard time. Well, my eight-year-old isn't having a hard time coming up with things he wants. But you know, if you ask them, they really aren't, they don't have like, when I was a kid, I had a Christmas list. My son has a Christmas list, but it's like iPhone 10. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, a new iPad. It's It's all like, Things that he's not got a chance in hell of getting. Right. Like, no, you're not getting any of that. You know? Yeah. You're 10 years old. Well, there's this um, new movement now of the four things. Oh, I haven't Have heard of that. No. Okay. Mm-mm. So I saw this a few years ago on Facebook and people said that they were going to be doing the four things. And it's basically you get your kids or whoever's in your life, the four, four gifts and um, I'm looking it up right now. My phone is trying to look for four thongs. No, four things. <laughs> Not four thongs. Why? <laughs> what even? What's your past history look like? <laughs> okay, so the four gift four gift Christmas challenge. One gift is something that they want. Mm-hmm. One gift is something that they need. One is to wear, and mm-hmm. one is to read. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and. I'm kind of thinking I might want to do that for my kids. So I've kind of struggled in the past with quantity um, Mm -hmm. of gifts because when I was a kid, I remember we got lots of things and under the tree was filled with many, many items and, you know, not all like expensive items or anything, but just a lot of things. And when you came down Christmas morning and you saw it, it was a visual spectacle and so when I first had children, I'm like, that's important, right? You know, it's important that you have this wow moment when you come down the steps, you know, and I really have struggled with that. You know, I've, I'm pretty at peace with it now and my kids kind of know what their Christmas looks like, you know, but for a long time, I felt like it had to look a certain way, it had to look like television, you know, where there's stuff all over the room and it's. You know, everything's in a glitter bow and, you know, and there's just lots and lots and lots of things, you know, and that used to be kind of important to me. Yeah. You know? Same. Exactly the same. Christmas, when you said visual spectacle, that's exactly what Christmas was mm-hmm. for for me. And it was a, just an explosion. And it was, that's how I grew up. Mm-hmm. And so when I had kids of my own, I felt like I needed to create the same experience. But as time goes by, I just feel less and less like, I just feel maybe I should say I feel more and more uncomfortable with that amount of excess. Right. Mm-hmm. For something that is really should be more of a contemplative. I feel like I would maybe. OK, I'm going to back up. The grown up me sees Christmas as an opportunity to be contemplative mm-hmm. and and just take a worldview. I know that for my kids, it is not that. Right. And so I'm trying to strike the balance between wanting to have like the amazing Christmas morning experience, but then also not perpetuating 
like, you know, creating that expectation on their part and then not having to like one up myself every year. Right. And and Mm -hmm. get bigger and bigger things, Mm -hmm. especially when there's so many people who don't have anything. Right. Yeah. I try like with birthdays and stuff. I tell my kids if they get something, they have to give something away, you know, or like my daughter had her birthday party and basically I'm like, bring gift cards. She's going to donate them, you know? And she's like, do I have to donate them all? I let her keep a Starbucks card and get a vanilla Frappuccino, you know, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm very like, you got everything you need, you know, help somebody else. And maybe that's a real downer of a Christmas, like in terms of the, like, you don't get to walk down and see, you know, glitter on everything. And in my house as a child, it was very important. Nothing went under the tree, not gifts from one another, not get like nothing is under the tree until Christmas morning. Oh, wow. And like that, I still really try to do that. The, the, um, logistics of that is difficult because where do you hide the stuff, you know, like where where can you put it? Um, but that was a, that was a big part of Christmas. Like there is not one thing under that tree until the big unveil. We would have things under the tree and we would, my sister and I would speculate on what they were. Um, and then Santa's gifts would show up on Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. So, you know, other things had been under the tree, but then it was never as much as was going to really be there. I think that ours was less for the wow factor and more for the fact that nothing had been wrapped. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> But it presented a really great wow factor. I do love to wrap gifts and make them beautiful. I do not. Oh, I do. I would I like to it. pass that buck to you. Would you like to wrap my gifts? Yes. <laughs> okay, great. Yes. <laughs> so if someone was going to buy a gift for you, mm-hmm. what what would be the perfect gift for you? What do you... Oh, uh, since you're shopping for me? Yeah. You want me to know? Yeah, give okay. me some hints. Uh, you want to know? Um, gosh, the perfect gift for me. So... I am, I guess, struck when somebody does something really thoughtful or something that I mentioned once that maybe I forgot, you know, like when someone has taken note, like it's less about the gift and more about, wow, that was, they were seriously paying attention. You know what I mean? And I I think that's really sweet. Is that your love language? No, a gift, a gift <laughs> are the very last thing. Yeah, like I, a, a gift is like the last thing yeah. that I, that I want from someone, you know, but, um, but the guy that I'm seeing right now, he is a gift giver and he's very, very thoughtful about it. And like, it brings him joy. Like, like you were talking about, you know, it makes you happy to get the right gift for someone. That's how he is. He's very like, I like, you know, to know that I got this thing and that I found something that they don't have and that they might want. And like, I don't know, that's not, I guess I don't care if other people are happy. <laughs> Well, I was at my friend's wedding last weekend, which was wonderful. And I saw a picture. Yes. Beautiful. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And it, while I was um, kind of catching up with some friends that I hadn't seen in a while, we got onto the topic of high school and college aged kids mm-hmm. who have boyfriends mm-hmm. and girlfriends. And they are now in that category of how solid is our relationship when it comes to gift giving, like what caliber of gift. And then I have another friend who, Oh, that's not just high school and college dear. (laughs) We were talking about it this morning when we were running. She's like, I don't know what to get. Like, I don't know what he's going to get for me. I don't know what to get for him. I don't know what is the threshold. What level of gift giving are we at? We are also now in the non breakup window. 
Like, right. Yeah. Like if you're hanging in at Thanksgiving, you're pretty much in it through Valentine's it's Day. It's going to just say till Valentine's Day, you have to stay in. Yeah. Get out. Get out now. Last year I did that with so I was so not into this person even a little bit. And we were together at Thanksgiving and we were together through I, I didn't make it to Valentine's Day, but like there was New Year's and then a birthday. Mm-hmm. And man, it was way too long. <laughs> I guess you could stop at St. Patrick's Day. It'll, like there's St. Patrick's Day is yeah. fine. I remember we I had a friend a friend and I were were kind of placing informal bets on um some other friends of ours who were in a relationship and we were like St. Patrick's Day. If they make it past St. Patrick's Day, that's a real relationship. Because it was like Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, Valentine's. I, yeah. I mean, after last year, I told myself, I'm like, you know what? Just because it's the holidays, I'm not staying in something. I'm not I'm not doing that again. Right. I'm not doing it again where I, you know, I'm just like, well, it's the holidays. You know, I'm, I'm not. I'm just not. Because that's weeks of my life that I can never get back. I know somebody who got married because they didn't want to mess up the holidays. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's the most horrible thing I've ever heard. The marriage did not last. Obvi. And when everybody was expressing shock that it was such a short lived marriage after such a big wedding, um, it was, yeah, I I didn't want to mess up the holidays. And so I just got married. I went through with it. Oh, man. So everybody, if you're in a relationship that Get is out. warm, this is your opportunity. Get out before the turkey is on the table yes. for Thanksgiving. You guys have, well, this is going to go out Wednesday. So you guys have today. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> Listen today and get <laughs> rid of whoever's in your life that shouldn't be there. You are on that roller coaster until Valentine's Day. So no, you, like you are not. I'm giving you permission <laughs> right now. You leave. You, those are weeks of your life. You can't get back. Go. That's it's true. okay. Let him go for Let somebody go. else who would cut who the wants tie. All those gifts. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm excited for the holidays. I'm excited for you to coast through Thank and you. ride the wave mm-hmm. and enjoy your minimalist time. I'm going to enjoy my maximalist time. <laughs> Love it. And you're going to wrap my gifts for me. So I'm, I'm going to wrap all your conversation. I'm going to queue up all of my um, Christmas episodes mm-hmm. of my favorite shows. And then I guess I'm going to have to start paying a lot more attention to what you say so that I can get something really thoughtful for you. Awesome. <laughs> and I will not be paying attention or doing anything thoughtful for you. Sorry. Um, okay. I'll, I'll try to do better. Good. Because like, uh, gifts make me feel awkward. I don't like it when oh. somebody gives me a gift. <laughs> well, see, my gift is not giving you a gift. Thank you. You're, Your you're gift welcome. is saving me the social awkwardness of having Great. a gift that I'm not prepared to reciprocate awesome. on. So, guys, go on our social media. You, we are on everything now. So we are finally like up and on all of the stuff. We're on Apple, we're on Spotify, we're on iHeartRadio, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're all the cool places. Facebook at Chrissy and Heather. And Chrissy is spelled C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y. Very good. Yeah. You got it. Because um, that's also our Instagram. That's also our website, Chrissy and Heather. Yeah. So tell everybody And then also tell us, how do you know you're having a happy holiday? What do you really want to experience over the next six weeks as we march on through the rest of 2019? The rest of the decade. The rest of the decade. Mm -hmm. 
And what is going to make you feel warm and and comfy during the holidays over the next few weeks? And let us know. And in the meantime, um, have a wonderful Thanksgiving and like us on, on all of the social media places that you love and tell your friends and um, break up with the person who yes. you don't really like. Go dump someone and <laughs> let's get into it online until we talk to you again. Bye. Bye. Deep voice guy, how'd we do? I think you ladies did absolutely fabulous. And for those of you looking to increase your dosage, make sure to connect with The Chrissy and Heather Show on Facebook and Instagram.